you lot. You listen to Garage Hammer. Episode 181. On tonight's episode, the Madlings toss the books aside and sit around and just sit around with the microphones on. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to Wapaka. Oh, well, I'm going too. What are you doing? Oh, I'm doing other things too. Get ready. This is going to be something. You just shut it. I'm, I'm listening to me show. Welcome to the garage, you tools. For the next two hours, we promise this time we will do our best to keep you informed, entertained, and perhaps have a laugh or two along the way, bringing you topics about preparations for glory and a much-needed shorter episode. I'm Alex Gonzalez. I'm Arthur Curry. Ben's dad? Yes! (laughs) You guessed it. No. Arthur Curry. Yes. Oh, man. I just went to see Justice League. There's your clue. Sure. Just pick one of them. Who's Arthur Curry? It's probably the Flash. No, the, the Flash. I don't know this. Oh, it's, it's Barry. Yeah, uh, Barry there Allen is. is the Flash. Exactly. So then, who do you got left? I'm Arthur Curry. Who else? You only got really one choice. Well, it's probably Cyborg. Oh no, I forgot about him. Oh, I see how it is. No, yeah, it's not right, him either. So that's Aquaman. There you go. It's Aquaman. See, the first two don't count. So, is he really a superhero, though? He is. Of course, he sucks. <laughs> In the movie, he's cool, but come on, Aquaman kind of. I mean, I understand. There's I, a reason that Aquaman it, gets looked down on a lot. I, I mean, mean, how does he poop? Does it matter? Like, I, Where I does he poop? In the sea. Yeah, but it's just, it's weird. Anyway. It's, uh, uh, yeah. Aquaman's just, he was fun in the movie, though. But, yeah. Oh, I'm sure, but... All right, now that we now that we've insulted all the Aquaman fans out there, direct your Aquaman hate mail to Alex because yeah, I don't I don't want it. So, um, of course, if you, Alex, if you get any Aquaman hate mail, you've got to share it with me because I got to I got to see that. Well, um, you would have to have fans first. Oh, oh, <laughs> we're starting hot. <laughs> got to, buddy. Got to. Oh, all right, you know what? We should just go, let's just go to the sponsors. Yeah, probably a good idea. All right. So, as always, we need to take a moment to thank the sponsors of Garage Hammer, which include Unique Gifts and Games. In Gray's Lake, Illinois. Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. (laughs) And Six Squared Studios. For all of your basing needs and movement trays. Because they have them, mm-hmm. and everybody's always asking where to get good ones, and they're they're considered local charges for both Canada and the United States of America. So there you go. All right, um, and oh hey, let's uh, you got to remember the Patreon sponsors because these guys, you guys are awesome. Our associate producers Matt Pagram, Phil Elliott, and Shirley Tempel. Our executive producer, Bradley Graham, and our newest sponsor, Jay Drysdale. Jay, thank you for sponsoring the show and becoming one of the almost 1% who people who think this show is actually worth something. And thank you so much. Uh, you you sad and defrauded fools. So, um, Wow. 
<laughs> starting hot. Starting hot. No, I really appreciate it. No, seriously, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Look, I'm just kind of like, I don't know, maybe I'm in a weird mood. I'm just uh, running through this going like, wow, we're just going to sit and talk about what we're doing for the next month or so until all the new stuff hits because we've yeah. dragged through just about everything. So I'm just kind of all over the place. But what are you mm-hmm. going to do? Uh, but thank you, seriously, to all our patrons. Um, what you do helps keep all of this going and going well. So we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, and then there's voicemail, Alex. Did you know we have voicemail? I did. I know you do. See, that's what's great. And I, I double check all the time because I want to make sure that you're not senility's not setting in on you. So I, I just check. And if you Oof. suddenly, if you suddenly are like what <laughs> voicemail, then I get worried. See. Chris, you always forgot every episode. I'm like, did you know we have voicemail? I was like, no, I had no idea. And I was just like, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I felt so bad. But I didn't want to make fun of him on the air. So I'm just letting you know. But I'll make fun of him now. Buddy, you passed the test. Chris doesn't well, listen good. anymore. He doesn't play. Um, but if you wanted to leave us a voicemail after all of this, one seven five one seven five seven G H show six. That's one seven five seven G H show six. Most international callers dial zero zero. Then one seven five seven G H show six. Um, and that's that. There you go. Thank you to everybody. Did we get any voicemails? Um, I I don't think we did. Like, I mean, I checked. I've, I mean, we had one a while back, but I thought we played that on the show. Mm-hmm. If we missed it, then we missed it, and I apologize if we missed one. But I thought I played all of them up to the most recent. So, if I'm wrong, I'm apologizing here. This is me saying sorry. Yeah, yeah. So Let's hey, start. Yeah, you know what? Let's take a break. Let's get our yeah. first break in on this. Look, only six minutes in. Wow, we're on fire. All right, break one, and folks, we're going to come back uh, with the Garage Hammer Network news and the toolbox. Brought to you by Kazar Superstar. Right, folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we are back with the Garage Hammer News Network. <laughs> Flash breaking news. Garage Hammer off to a hot start. Yeah, took a while. We're took going. A long while. We're but it's chugging. good. See, this is what happens when you take the show and you can crush it down and condense it to a smaller time length. There's more energy per minute. 
See, that's how that yes. works. So mm-hmm. that's where we're at right now. Uh, what's the news, Anchor um, Alex? Well, the news releases, or the newest releases we got was the book Overlords of the Iron Dragon, which is a Karajan Overlords book. Yes, yes. Now, I'm torn between reading the last book that's not Play Garden and this one. I have them both. Spear of Shadows. That's it. And I'm torn because yeah. everyone, I know she, sure everyone says Spear of Shadows is good, but this is a Dwarden. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know, but I've got to come back to that because there's, there's Pirate Dwarden. And a big two-headed dragon. Uh, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, what else? Um, Adepticon. Oh, Adepticon just had... Registration open up. Um, so we are yeah. recording the Monday after, and hot start abound with Adepticon AOS registration. Um, Everything I went to get it for... Oh, it did crash on me. Twice. It froze up it once. It crashed and then on a crashed. lot of people. So um, I was I got nothing that I was going there for. It, it, I'm like on the first draw. I got nothing. Yeah. It's it's rough. We know the system's not perfect and we're always looking for improvements. Well, I so, blame you personally because you work there and you must be IT cuz hey, listen. I'm blaming you right I know. now. Anybody want to complain? Send the complaints to me. I'll forward them to Alex. There's so much hate coming for me. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> send, but. send the other hate to Alex yeah. from the beginning of the show. What was that about? It was about some superhero that breathes water. Oh, the Aqua. Oh, that's um, right. If, if you like Aquaman and you're mad at us for making fun of it, send that to Alex. You're mad, if you're mad at Alex personally because you didn't get your, your ticket for something he's not related to, send that to me because that'll, be that'll be a good laugh. Appreciate it. So, in any event, um, yeah, we've had some really tremendous numbers of registration, and we, I don't know what happened. I'm very glad that it did. And looking at the numbers, we are, I don't know. How many tickets were available for the championships again? I mean, I don't even remember. One, yeah, it started at 176. Nice. And, why is that we're nice? That's the, a number. All oh, right, I like numbers. Okay. Yeah, we're in the one forty six to one fifty six range. I believe we're on the one fifty six end. Of um, tickets sold. Yeah. Damn. But I mean, this this is a stupid game. It's for children, right? Yeah. Right? It's not competitive or popular. Or it's going to fail epically. Oh, there's um, salt coming out of this this year. Oh, I know. But <laughs> I want people Salty to understand. Alex, get them. Yeah, I just want people to understand that if we're in the 146 to 156, we are back into the numbers we had with the highest of 8th edition, which was 2014, because I've been paying attention to the numbers, people. We're <laughs> only a couple of spots behind where the championship was for pre-reg in 2014. So we're right back in the thick of things where it should be, and it only took us three years to turn it around. So, uh, not bad. That's, yeah, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> we only had to rebuild like the last. I don't know. I was involved with Adepticon since uh, seventh edition, and I remember it still when it was in the tent 
or we had to share a room with 40k and there was the divider between us and the Lord of the Rings people and there was just a lot I missed all that I just came in when it was good yeah so we've I mean it's always you know what I mean you know what I mean oh I I don't want to offend anybody because the show we haven't we're not going We've there yet. not offended anybody today. Listen, I'm just on the radio or on whatever you're listening to this through, giving my opinion of stuff. So, yeah, send that so to Alex. We've got um, quite a lot of players, obviously, into the championship. The team tournament, we have over a hundred teams so far signed up. So that's over two hundred players going to be playing on Friday in the team event, which is. Gigantic again, back to the numbers we had in the height of eighth, and the rest of our numbers, like our Vanguard events, which is what our old how you use it used to be, we're already beating those numbers with those events. And something new that a lot of people didn't know is we added a Young Bloods event on the Saturday of Adepticon. So this is for players sixteen and under to play, and I believe uh, you need a ring. We'll have. Dave. <laughs> I Let's can't just actually pr- be there on Thursday. Oh, no, this Saturday. is Saturday. I'm, I'm helping yeah. you run the event. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't. I'm going to be the ringer for the championship. You get apparently. beat on by children all day at work. I don't want you to do that on the <laughs> And weekends. then I come home to these disrespectful wretches. Oh, wow. Starting hot. Um, <laughs> so we've got a Youngbloods event that will be happening on the Saturday. So if you've got someone who is 16 years or younger and is looking to play we've got an event for you guys now um that is specifically for that crowd so you can kind of play whichever is your preference if you're that age so we've got that going on and then shade spire has done tremendous i think we've got about 120 people into the shade spire grand clash Jeez! See now, that's the only thing that kind of sucks, and I'm not blaming you because I know you don't do this. Actually, you know what? I do do blame you. You did the whole schedule for Adepticon personally, so I'm putting that on you. But all this, stuff, yeah, I can't be there till Friday. I know, I know you got to have stuff Thursday, but I was like, damn, all those short little things are on Thursday. I can't. Uh, and I know you got to put it where it's popular, and you got the, the the team tournament and the and the championships are the ones that are the big draws. You got to have them on the weekend. I just was like, oh, and see, I'm still making the noise, oh, because I would like to play some Shade Spire. I mean, I might still play Shade Spire. I don't need a tournament to play some Shade Spire. But what I'm saying is, I was like, bah, because I just no, I get, know, yeah, you know, I'm just wow, I'm just making a lot of weird grunty noises today. This is this is yeah, you know, just. So, but if you if you if you guys hold Alex personally responsible for the fact that cool things are on Thursday because he did the entire schedule, send that hate mail to me. I will read that well stuff too. <sighs> anyway, see if they send it so. to me, Alex. Then I'll filter out any of the people who are total, uh, you know. Well, you know those types of people, and then I'll give you like the. I'll give you the. You know, hey, here, look. I'm talking is- to those kind of people. But what are you talking about? Oh, I got anyway. You. So we've got this tremendous response, and thank you to everyone that has signed up. And if you've not signed up, I strongly encourage you to do so. So we've got 176 spots max for the championship, and it's going to be a big, a big deal. I'm really hoping that we can possibly catch up to the South Coast. I think that would be great to see and we've got a lot of 
very big international players coming over. We've got the Face Hammer crew coming over. Healing Hammer's coming back. Um, we have a ton of people coming. So this is going to be probably the biggest in the U.S., I would certainly hope. I don't know where the LVO numbers were or Nova, but it's going to be one of the biggest events in the country, and you should definitely try to be there if you can. It's May 22nd through the 25th. Or March 22nd through the 25th. <laughs> Don't so, let them show up two months late. They'll be like, where is everybody? Whoops. Yeah. No. March 22nd through the 25th. Uh, please come out. And even if you're not planning any of our events, but you definitely listen to the podcast, come on in, check it out, say hi. We will happily glad hand anybody. So sure. it's all good. Just saying. Um, I'm trying to build back the community that we're burning down, Dave. I, I'm, I'm all for that might I add, and honestly, like I said, I'm helping out this year. Yay! Um, I've decided to put. I've been telling people on the air that everyone should run a tournament and do a thing and volunteer to help out, so there could be more stuff. And I didn't do it, so I am helping out at this super big GT with helping out Alex on Saturday and Sunday. I might have a class on one of the afternoons, but you could spare me because I'm not actually that useful anyway. Whatever. <laughs> you are very useful. I know, uh, but I'm going to be completely useless for about 90 minutes there because I think I have one class I wanted to do. But um, fine, I'm helping out though. I'm going to seriously help out. I'm going to do everything no, I, I can. Uh, I think it'll be cool to see kind of how everything's running, and then I've never done this before, so at least not on something this size. And I just know that uh, I know you and I have been talking and stuff like that, and I I know how hard you're working to make this just. Not just a big tournament, but a quality tournament, like a tournament people are all going to enjoy and want to come back to and have a good time at, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's nice to get these numbers because it's really cool to see all those like-minded gamers gaming in, you know, in this area together, having a good time. Um, but outside of that, I know how hard you work and to make it not just big numbers, but where everyone there is just, I can't wait to come back. So, and a lot of the people who are returning from rather large distances are, you know, are a testimony to, to how hard you're working at that. I just, you know, I appreciate it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I think it speaks better of the community that we've been able to do this. Oh, sure. The game that we put faith into has now come around and we are doing better than we were. And it's just, for me, it's definitely like validation that the right decision was made. Yeah, so no, I'm happy. I am very happy. And uh, so I think that's it, though, isn't it? Just Adepticon, and then uh, that's all I have and in then, my notes. Yeah, there wasn't, we didn't have a whole lot. I mean, we've had the Shadespire stuff that we've all seen, and everything's copacetic. So, and then yeah. they had the Warhammer Quest uh, new Chaos Adversary cards come out. Oh, I picked those up. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I picked up one of those little handles, too. They're tiny. Oh, the little painting handles? Yeah. Hmm. I just wanted to see what I'm like. You know what? I'm going to get it and do a little review for it on the show at some point. Uh, but talk about it. But I got it was tiny. I haven't gotten to use it yet because I've been doing just big batches and I don't have a mm-hmm. bunch of them handy. So um, I'm good right now. But yeah, I just picked it up. It was cute. So. Hmm. Um. We should move on to the toolbox. Now, we're not going to do the toolbox normal, are we? We're going to do 
uh, excuse me, the gaming and the other, and we're going to leave mm-hmm. the hobby part for part of what's just just chippity chatting later. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's the whole box brought to you by. Chaos, Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. It's the Chaos Orc Superstore. <sighs> yep. Chaos Orc Superstore. So, um, it's the toolbox. And, uh, you've been, you've been, you went to a tournament last weekend. That's right. Cause I didn't even realize you were going. Yeah. Um, I went to a 2K tournament at Grognard Games in Roselle, which is a Todd Warren store. If you know Todd or Orky Todd or whatever he used to go by on the old forums, it's his store. It's in a very nice location, big, big setup, yep. lots of product on the shelves. If you've never been, I strongly recommend it if you're in the area. The only thing is he does have a table use fee, which is a $5 store credit. So it's one of those things that you don't necessarily lose the money because you get it right back in store credit, but it's still supporting your local game store even if you don't buy anything that day. Oh, that's actually not a bad way. You got a, a bunch of nice tables set up, and it's like, look, it's five dollars to play, but <laughs> either five dollars to play or buy something for you know and, and get the five back in the purchase. Yeah, and you can let it stockpile. So. Even if it's just, it's essentially like you're putting like down payments and making a payment plan out of stuff, and you just still play, and then you can just use it to buy stuff. It's actually a pretty clever way to do things, but um, teach their own. So this was run by Zach. I always butcher his last name, uh, but Zach C. So we had about 12, four, 12 or 14 players show up. I took a mini Vanguard Stormcast list. It was Vanguard Wing, not Vanguard as in the guys with the robes. Nothing like that. <laughs> um, so I ended up going 2-1. and one. I lost my first game to Brandon Melnick and a very nasty Nagash list, which is a really hard counter for mine. I can't take big characters like that with my list, especially with, like, Morngul flying around, punching stuff. It just didn't end well. Oh, boy. Um, and then I ended up getting some wins versus James Nelson's Seraphon list and Dave Nordstrom's full max brass stampede, which was a very awesome game. Um, this is definitely my favorite game of the day was Dave. Um, really good guy. Nice. And it was, it was weird. I had, we were playing battle for the past and there was a river going directly across the middle of the table. And he went first and he ran up and I hit a knight Heraldor on that river and hit, Almost all of his army. I was going to say the whole thing is spread across and crossing, and you 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 tooted at it. I did toot at it, and it was like the horses come down. It was completely out of the Lord of the Rings. I didn't kill anything, but I definitely put some wounds on some juggernauts. But it was it was pretty awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, so it went pretty well, um, but not a whole lot of other gaming. Going to be trying to nerd up over Thanksgiving weekend and the weekend after. Um, but both. the other, yeah. And the other news, uh, Todd and I are working on scheduling an Adepticon team tournament primer at Grognard in January of next year. We're thinking probably the first weekend in January. And Todd's got enough space that we can do quite a few tables and have quite a few number of teams show up to try out scenarios and everything. 
So we are definitely going to be looking to schedule that and we'll have more details as we get them solidified. Cool. How about you? What have you been up to? Um, not that much. <laughs> you know, I've uh, basically, I've been, uh, you know, I'm playing some, I played a couple of games at AOS. I was played down here at the house and uh, Friday Night Warhammer at UGG, you know, but it's mostly just like teaching games and demo games and. I've been demoing Shadespire. I've been playing 40K with new people who are just come back, which which is sort of like the I wouldn't say the blind leading the blind, but like the visually impaired leading the blind. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of where uh, where it's at. But that's what I've been doing a lot of just trying to get people, more people locally into the game. So that's what I've been uh, doing as far as gaming goes. Um, That's not bad. No, it's fun. Um, in fact, this will be out by Thanksgiving. I'm probably, probably going to spend a good part of uh, Black Friday hanging out at UGG and doing demos. And so if people like the game, they can go and you know get one right there or order one right there, depending on how much she has in stock. Um, you know, because that's what I'm going to be doing. So... <sighs> That's that's it. I guess that's it for the gaming part for us. Um, we should move on to other mm-hmm. before we go into all the hobby talk. So what about other? So uh, we're still working on Ripper Street. Uh, we're yeah. getting into the final season now. It's uh, starting to pick up and really enjoying it so far. And I started watching The Punisher on Netflix. I haven't yet. John Barenthal playing The Punisher. Yep. I like this interpretation a lot better than the three movies they've come out with thus far. Well, I liked so. him a lot on season uh, two of Daredevil. Yep, he did show up there. And although, that was good. although I did enjoy um, Punisher Warzone, because that's just like the comic books, dude. That's like, mm-hmm. that was straight out of, I mean, literally just to the ridiculous characters. And it's over the top and it was silly. But that was more like the comic book, some of the comic book stuff I'd read from Punisher than any of the than the first two at all. Yeah, um, but no, and, this like I saw him on Daredevil. I'm like, this is really good. Yeah, so. he plays it very well. He's definitely a guy that is born to play gritty roles like that. So no, great actor, great job so far. Really been enjoying it. Yep. Uh, no, I love him. I think he's great as the Punisher. I was surprised how good he was because I I wasn't certain. Oh, no, this guy's this guy's this guy's fine. He's fantastic, actually. So, mm-hmm. uh, what else? Anything for you? Um, not too much else. Otherwise, there's not been a whole heck of a lot of that going on. Yeah, I get you. I hear that. Uh, I've been listening to Horus Rising. I decided to give it a try since it's on Audible. Finally. I'm like, I got a credit. I'll listen. It's pretty, it's, the reading's pretty cool. Like, I'm enjoying hearing the different interpretations. Because I'm assuming that they don't just, like, the author doesn't just totally take it off on his own. I'm assuming that some of the uh, the voices, or at least the tones that he's using, would, you know, they've gotten some sort of direction or some sort of uh, discussion about. Um, it's pretty interesting, though. Like I said, I haven't listened to any of the Black Library, uh, like, full books on audio before mm-hmm. so I'm like this is pretty cool um, mm-hmm. and then we went and saw Justice League 
last weekend. Any good? Well, okay. I'll say this. I really was entertained. I had a good time watching this movie. It's not a great movie. Like, no, they haven't been. <laughs> no, I mean, and I don't want to throw in spoilers, but the CG is pretty, pretty bad. Like it's just pretty bad. Like um, all the parademons and everything. Yeah, and and uh, and Steppenwolf, and even the the just the the weird destruction stuff that's happening. Like it just it, it you can tell it's computer generated. Just yeah, straight up. Like okay, this is all because there's there's good CG and then there's passable CG and then. There's like this, which is like, wow, it's not even, doesn't even look like it's trying to make me think it's real. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, uh, you know, and the, the story was okay, but it was a good start up. Like, I could see these rolling, you know? Um, I think I think DC's kind of put the, the wrong foot forward on just on almost all of these that they've done. And I watch them all. I like them. Don't get me wrong. I love all these movies. Um I'm entertained. I like to see Batman on on the screen. I don't care that he's not all that great. Superman, I'm watching. I don't care. One of them was a great movie. But the other three, eh, this was probably the best of those three. It was short. It was to the point. Lots of action. Some humor. Um, not a great movie. You know. Wait, you're saying it was better than Wonder Woman? No, I said Wonder Woman was best. I said this one's better than those other two. Those other two being Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad. No, Man of Steel. Oh, oh, yeah. Like in this Actually, story. I like that one. I mean, it was okay. I thought this was better. It okay. Had, it had Batman. Flash was great. Um, the Superman parts were great. The cyborg parts were pretty cool. It's like a setup for like a, a, a team pick, though, because we didn't get all these different pictures. They said, we're going to get into this on the third picture. We're not wasting time. <sighs> yeah, no. They I mean, like I said, they played it on the wrong. They rushed so much to get us here. And now that they're here, they've still got to build some stuff because they haven't had a chance to because they didn't do the slow burn. They just said, well, before before everybody gets tired of superhero movies because of Marvel's 30 movies, let's do ours in three. Jesus. So, like I said, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm going to see it again tomorrow, actually. Uh, doing it with a friend. But... It is by no means a great film. I just happen to like these type of movies, and I was entertained, so I don't give a crap. I forgive the nonsense. But that's me. How's that for a review? That's a good review without a lot of spoilers. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I think that's about it for my other two, because nobody really cares what I'm doing with my spare time. No. Outside of the hobby stuff. like Everyone's like, yeah, whatever. Go watch another mm-hmm. dumb movie. Um, so that's it. So why don't we take another break? And when we come back, we'll start talking about the hobby in section and all the things we've been doing and the things we've been thinking about doing and all that other good stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Sounds good. Perfect. See you in a minute. Games in Grays Lake, Illinois is your one-stop shop for all your gaming needs. They carry anything your gamer may want, 
from board games, collectible card games, miniature-based games, and all your hobby gaming supplies are there. UGG has it all. Come into the store and ask about their frequent buyers program. Check out their events calendar, in-store or online. From Tuesday night miniature games and Thursday night board games to Friday night magic, there's always something going on at Unique Gifts and Games in Grays Lake, Illinois. Check them out on the web at uniquegg.com. And this show is back on the air right now, here with you, doing our thing. Talk about hobby. Not talking about what we told you about last week because we lied last episode. Not we didn't lie. No, we didn't lie. We just changed our minds. The last, yeah, because let's be honest, folks. We just put out a four and a half hour book review with some very heavy stuff in it. And we decided that we didn't want to bombard you guys with a four and a half hour book review with some very heavy stuff and then go right into another battle tome review. So we decided that we were going to postpone that and talk about... And what did we do two episodes ago? Didn't we do a Battle Tome review or something like that? We did... What did we do? We did Beast Claw Raiders, I think, was the last book that we had done. Oh, that's right. But we covered something else that was pretty dense right before that, I thought. Maybe I'm just crazy. Handbook or... That uh, could be it. Yeah, no, it's just been... You know, we we needed a break from just all the reading all the time. Yeah, and realistically, we need to, like, we thought it would be nice to do a hobby focus episode. So this way we can kind of address that. Because we've been doing a lot of, like, the gaming, the background. Oh, it not was. Not so much. You know what it was? After the GHB two parter, then we covered the little, the, the lore in Blight War, and we covered the new models. Then we covered Firestorm, all the stuff about that place, and this yeah. and there's like the lore in there. Then we did Shade Spire, and we did tried to cover some of the talk up the the place and the setting before we talked about the game. And then mm-hmm. we did Play Garden, so it was like a release a, a release with a with some background, like for the last several episodes. I knew I was feeling burnt out. I'm like, we didn't read too many books. Yeah, so I understand this is why we're doing this kind of short little intermediary episode also with the holidays coming up we don't want you to escape your families for too long listen to this podcast so but depending on your family you may want to so you we know got, you could re-listen we got back episodes go listen to oh yeah that was good go listen to one you liked yeah which i mean you'll still like this one but <laughs> may not be as applicable to so so you guys know we had hinted at the end of the last episode that we were going to be talking about uh some skaven so, for the next episode, we're going to do another book review, and it's going to be the Clans Pestilence Battle Tome. Yep, that's the December 10th episode. Yeah. We just didn't want to rush it in between when we're recording this now and when we finished recording Plague Garden, because we think it's a book that didn't do... It didn't have the impact that it really should have when it came out. So, we want to do the book justice. And we didn't think that we could do that in a shortened time period yep. in between the heavy episode plus the holiday. Yeah, so, that one was late, and this one we're trying to record a little early because of the holiday. So we've only had a, we've had 
about what maybe not quite a week between recordings at this point. Yeah, maybe a week and a half. So we are going to do uh, Pestilence is the next battle tome, and then we have the year in review episode for the Christmas episode. So, yep, we had a little producers meeting on Saturday, and they're like, "Yep, that's what's, that that's good." <laughs> that's what they wanted to hear too, and then. Um, We've got some stuff planned for the next couple months out. Stuff we think will be interesting. Yeah, definitely should be interesting. So that's why we're just doing this brief, like, pack-a-prep episode, essentially, is what we're doing. Because Dave and I are both going. Yep. We're going again. This yep. is Wapaka 9. I've been to all nine. I haven't. How many have you been to? Um, I think four. Okay. So, I think four. Not, you know, it's not one. I do one, two, three, or four. But I could have sworn it was four. Mm-hmm. You know, they had some odd timing for me. A few of them, so I had I had to pass. But yeah. So we just thought it would be nice to talk about a little hobby focus episode and talk about Wapaka and just the awesomeness that is going to blow up at the end of January. So. But in any event, Maybe it's five. Oh, I'm not God, ignoring I'm you, but counting. Be, I'm trying. Math is hard. What do you teach? Literature and humanities. Yep, that'll do it. Yep. Okay. No, actually, I'm really good at math. Not as good as Harrison at math. My math club nerd son, who math team. Sorry, it's oh, it's a competitive sport. It's math team. He does have ribbons. He won. He wins. They went to state. And it's not like in the movies where they have you standing up there with the little buzzers like a game show and they read out a question aloud. They hand you a ding-dong math test and you go sit down and take the test. Oh, boy. Yeah. And it's, there's like there's several events that happen. You go in and there's like the grade level test for all the grade levels. You have to take that. And then you can sign up for two others. And there's like group tests and two-person two, two tests. Okay, all right. So I'm going to interject here really quick. Um, He's doing math for fun? Yeah. This kid is smarter than you and me put together. That doesn't take much. Well, no, he's... Seriously, the kid's stupid. Just ridiculous. The kid's stupid smart. smart. Okay. See, and that's coming from Dad. But no, dude, he's like... He took the ACT when he was 10. And scored above the national average for high school juniors. He took the practice ACT and he scored that they said is an equivalent of a round of the regular test in the in like the high fifteen hundreds. Like it's just dumb. Like he literally he's taking five AP classes next year and two of them are math because he wants to get the extra math in, you know, and physics. On top of those two math classes, this is what he does, and he loves school because this is what he likes to do. That's what he's going to do when he gets out of school, though. He wants to do theoretical physics or some other crap I'll never understand. You've succeeded at parenting, Dave. Yeah, Good but job. you know what? You know he's going to be a success, but he's still, still to this day, after the high elf thing, I can barely get him. He, you know, but who's a better model painter, huh, son? What you going to say to that? He gave it up when he couldn't paint white. 
Which, to be fair, white sucks. I know white totally sucks. And now that I know how to do it, I learned it from Duncan. I wanted to show him, but he's burnt. The kid, the boy, the boy's been burned, and he's a, he doesn't know if he wants to go back. He's waiting to see the elf book before he decides if he'll ever paint another elf model. Elf book. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of how we all feel, ain't it? I want to. I, I got enough elf stuff here. You know, Barnett moved back in town, and all of his Warhammer stuff that he didn't sell is here at the house. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff. I'm but sure. I help and store it for him because he doesn't use it. But I got tons of dark elves now, and all the beautiful chaos dwarves. It's fantastic. Neat. It so. is. So I'm oh, sorry. Hey, listen. This is where this this. Yeah, Hello, folks. Welcome to this episode. This yeah. is what we're going to do. We're just going to talk. I'm doing everything I can not to be painting while we're talking. That's why I've, I've got my notes with me, because this is going to be like a Skype paint night, practically, just chit-chatting. Yeah, pretty close. So, um, for those not familiar with the format for Wapaka, for 7th and 8th edition, it was a pretty massive tournament held in Wapaka. Which is, if you go to the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, and turn left, you're now on Wapaka. And when AOS dropped, they split the event into a couple of smaller tournaments between Age of Sigmar, 8th edition for one year, Kings of War, uh, 40k, Infinity, Malifaux. It's been kind of like a mini-con, which is essentially just everyone gets together, plays a bunch of games, has a couple of adult beverages... That are very, very cheap because it's Wisconsin. And we just hang out and move around all weekend. No kidding. And it's a really good just getaway weekend. And they're not all super serious competitive tournaments. So there's a lot of narrative that happens at PACA. So it's definitely a appeals to everybody sort of platform, which is very refreshing. And you can play a bunch of different games like what we're going to talk about now. This is all going to happen in one weekend. So, and it starts early. It starts on the Friday. And yep. for us, we have the AOS 2K singles, which I'm running. And, and I'm Dave, playing it. Yeah. So, that is a good start. So, essentially, for me, this is going to be a Adepticon type of primer event. So, this way I can kind of get an idea of how things are going to work, terrain layouts, uh, that sort of stuff. So, I do have the. Tournament pack, pretty much ready to go. Just finalizing the last few details, but it shouldn't be too much of a deal. With last year, I did this last year on the Sunday. We moved it to the Friday just to keep options open. I kind of let the ball down on the packet last year, so I've been extra diligent to make sure I don't do that again. Because I didn't... (laughs) There was a lot going on right around now for me last year, and I didn't give it the full attention it needed. So I am not going to make that mistake again. Well, there you go. Yeah. But we've got over 30 people playing, so that'll be good. We've got a bunch of different armies coming. And a lot of names I don't recognize, which is a very good thing. Hey, 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 guess what I'm taking. I don't know. Take a guess. Take a guess what army I'm bringing. Probably Stormcast. Ding, 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 ding. Until I finish your actual rebasing project or start another army, this is what I got. Like, and this is what I'm enjoying. It's like maybe, you know, and it's like I get this sort of like, oh, it would be fun to just build another army. But then I'm like, dude, no, you could rebase something you have. 
Mm-hmm. But then I want to rebase Undead, and you know what would happen if I had to rebase Undead. You should be rebasing Undead. I should be, because they're good, but I'd have to make new zombies. I have to start over. I've literally been holding off, and, 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 and in my in my weekly prayers, because it's not important enough to go to daily, I'm going to be honest with you, but in my weekly prayers... Uh, I pray for a new zombie kit from GW because that's the I, I I know I know that once I spend my seventy or eighty hours making a couple hundred zombies from the Mantic ones because that's what I have and I'll just put them on the round bases. I can't trans do the old ones because with the swamp bases I made, I I can't I can't separate them. So. I know as soon as I finish doing all 200 of them, then GW will put theirs out. So I keep putting it off because mm-hmm. like, I know I, I, I know the minute I finish the project, they're going to come out with them and I'm going to cry. And those are like some of the oldest models in the range, aren't they? Yeah. It's like, come on. They got to replace them soon. They got to. And it's like, you well, would hope. well, you know, but here's the, here's the problem. What do you make them look like? And I think that's I think that's where the holdup is. It's my personal opinion. They can't look like the empire from the world that was zombies. Yeah, but they got to do better than Old Man Winter they got going on right now. No offense, Travis, but <laughs> um, I was definitely yeah. Send the hate mail to Alex. Um, yeah, but they look like Scooby Doo zombies. Is what they look like right now. They do. They had the giant heads and the giant hands, and they're just weird looking. If you break my chair, I'll kill you. Um, it's oh no, no, I won't. I won't build them. Like okay, I'm, I've, I've, having read the new lore behind the ghouls, I buy the ghoul models. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm in on those. I will dump the mantic models. I will probably take them and try to sell them at Adepticon, uh, and I will get new ghouls. So I'm already doing new ghouls. Right, I'm I'm committed when I redo the the Death Army to do new ghouls. Unless oh, and the thing is, until then I can just oh no, I'd have to rebase Tomlins, too. Mm-hmm. All those old metal ghouls, but I may rebase those anyway because those are nice. Yeah. Um, but I uh, <sighs> I'm already doing ghouls. I know when I finish the zombies, I'll come out with them. So I'm just kind of holding off. But one, if you see zombies hit the market. Look out, brother, because that every other project goes on the back burner for for death. Of course, I say that now and then when it happens. Watch me not do it. Just throwing it mm-hmm. out there. I'm just talking right out of my sphincter right now. That's what's <laughs> happening because we're just talking, and that's this is this is. Hey, folks! If you ever do escape paint night, this is I'm pretty much this dumb all the time, without a script. This is me just rambling and dumb. And Alex is my perfect foil because he'll just sit there and listen. I could go for the next hour, and he would be quiet and just let me go. Which actually, that's bad, Alex. You need to learn to cut me off at times. That's Chris Hughes' saving grace was he was always eager to tell me to shut up. Yeah, I mean, you do need to stop, but I'm not gonna be like, "Yo, knock it off. We got stuff to do." Okay, well, I'm knocking it off then. I'm totally All right, lost good. So anyway, you're bringing Stormcast. Oh, that's right. Because I don't have another army. Okay, that scene, that's where that tangent went. Other armies. Yep, yeah. Stormcast. Gotcha. I'm on. Good. 
Good. So, what are you thinking? You're going to try something new with them, or what are you going to do? Oh, you're going to put me back on the talk. Okay. Um. Well, I did buy the the big Star Drake, but I don't know if I'm going to have time to do him. If I get him done, I'm taking him. And uh, see, here's the thing. Okay. I feel bad about this, but I'm going to tell you about this. And here's what it is. I could just bring my standard tournament loadout that I'm comfortable with, or I could just bring something different and fun from the new stuff I've painted. Or I can just put together like just the hardest list I can think of with Stormcast, which is probably not the optimized one because I don't pay attention. I don't even play that well. Um, but just bring just – I want to bring – and Heather keeps pushing me to do this too. She's like, why do you go to tournaments without really good competitive lists? Why would you bring something substandard? I'm like, because I like playing this. It's fun. She's like, but you go to a tournament. And it's like she's pushing and I'm thinking about it. And it's like I think I want to bring a list that like, like I would get the slow clap from Relian when he saw me bring it in. Like that's kind of uh, sometimes I want to take that, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about it. I'm just I, it depends on if I can get the stuff built, you know, and get a couple of practice games in because right now I'm working on a, a different project that has to be done for Wapaka. Like I got enough to bring Stormcast. Just I'm going to clean up some of the bases a little bit and add a little more foliage, maybe. Sure. Um, and so touch them up a bit, but they're pretty much I can bring 2K easy of Stormcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very displeased to say though that I've gotten several of the Stormcast arrows for the Judicators have broken and I'm having trouble fixing them because they're so narrow yeah I've had a couple pop too on mine what did you do? glue, hope, and beer no, that's, no. Mm, not in that order ah uh, there you go I just still ugh, it annoys me like I just it makes me sad because then it doesn't look right afterwards. No, it's never straight, and they can't. And I gotta. It's it's just. Oh, it makes me sad. And then you bump it, and it, it bends again. It's just no, no good, no bueno. Um, I'm gonna try to fix some of it. I just don't know what else to do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I had an actual. I would have to like green stuff out, something cool onto it, you know. Mm-hmm. But then I realized I don't I don't I don't work well with that material at all. So. Because um, I was just thinking where they crack, like where you're pulling back, maybe just build up the arrowhead into like a flare or like something a little shiny and then paint it up like, you know, like it's pulling back and you're getting that lightning bolt glow. Mm-hmm. And you kind of run that down the side and that'll just reinforce it, you know, make it thicker, so mm-hmm. less susceptible to bending and breaking again. If you can come up with anything like that, you can build around it an effect, it'll thicken it up and make it stronger there. But it's like, I suck at sculpting, so I'm probably just going to cry and whine about how bendy they are. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. But if anyone else comes up and hears that and likes that idea and does something well, let me know about it because that would be cool to see. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't know. What do you think? Should I bring some filth if I can get it? I think you should bring whatever's going to make you happy. <laughs> I'm not saying that you have a best order general placement to defend, but you got a podium to defend, brother. I got nah, nah, dude. Nah, I got lucky. I got a, uh, I got sure, lucky. right? Uh huh. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Okay, so I guess I gotta, yeah. 
All right. So that's that, that puts that. So maybe you know, part of me thinks I can do better with this uh, hardcore list. Part of me remembers I'm just not that good a player, and I'll just kind of do the waving up and down thing. That's my fear. That's what I don't want to do at a tournament. Like, you know, you bring a hard list, you go up against somebody who's got like, who came there with a fun list, and then you smash them, and then it's like, that game wasn't all that fun. And then you go up because you did really well, and then you play someone who's actually good at the game, and you get smacked, plam, and you go back down, and then you got to do that again to somebody else, and you go back up, and that's just, that's not how... I just kind of like cruising around the middle tables. It's actually really fun. I no, no, it is. Try. I suppose I should really try harder, though. Like, I mean, I do try to win, but I should maybe I should just try harder since I'm actually at a tournament. It's one of those things that you should do a little bit of both because it's fine to do the middle or low tables and just go for the experience. And you could try to go to win, and that's fine, too. It's just a matter of whatever your personal preference is. But you should do a combination of both. Uh-huh. So this you get the full breadth of the experience. Yeah, well, maybe I will bring some filth then. Well, if you see me with filth, you know I got my hobby and done. If you don't see me with filth, then you know that uh, I didn't get my hobby and done, I suppose. Um, or that I found a really good list to bring with just foot soldiers, but I have a feeling that that's just not the not the one right now. Vanguard wing. Um, Isn't that what I always used to take, or was that? No, you and I used to take the hammer strike force. Vanguard wing. Huh? Is that the one where you, you can just... Pop your judicators all over the place, teleport them. The liberators, yeah. The liberators. Yeah, I can see why that would be an awesome thing now with trying to grab objectives and moving big units. You can be a whole unit of 30, couldn't you? Yeah, and how many liberators do you have, Dave? Um, I got over 30. I'm just saying. I see what you're saying. I'm going to have to I'm just hold on. I'm making notes right now. Talk <laughs> just to find Alex Jack Armstrong's list and you'll be fine. Talk to Alex later. Have him explain it to me. Oh, I got it. Fantastic. Oh, we can talk about it now. It's no, easy. I'm just joking around because you know. Okay, good, good. I think right. I get it. But like I said, what 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 was the conversation we had at 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 Herner's tournament when I sat down that day when I was putting? Wait, this thing works within six inches. Yep. Seriously. Yep. I've been playing this game now for a while. Yep. I've been playing this model for a while. Yep, I had no idea it did that. Yeah, well, that's why you're. That's why you don't win games, Dave. That's how, that's what I was told. So, yeah. <sighs> so, um, but I'm planning on bringing the Moon Clan out for the Ringer. So, there's no. gonna be no Ringer Gate. This is not a competitive army. I'm bringing a Squid Gaba, and if I can get it done, I'll bring two of them. Oh. But, I mean, they're not as bad as they used to be. They're much better with the new rules, but still, it'll be fine. It'll be good, and it'll be a fun army. I'm just going to need to get some movement trays, because, oh, baby, that's a lot of of little green. Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. They do the trays. They do. We'll have to take a gander at those. Now, and if you need something special, here's the thing. Oh, folks, listen up to this, too. You go on their website and you'll see the trays and they'll show you what they look like uh, and they do the little clusters of five, you know, like two on top, three on the bottom, sort of like, you know, semi-pyramid thing going on. Mm-hmm. If you need like bigger or longer, you, you just contact them and tell them what you're looking for. Like I know Fenske had these like just sticks. They were just like 10 circles with the with a three quarter inch or whatever it is gap in between them where it, where it kind of bend it, bent in. 
and then uh, you know he would slap these rows together when you're having huge sections. Dude, they can do any. You know, tell them how you want them to look, and they'll be like, oh, like this. Yep, they can do it. Like that's the beauty of what they do. So, especially because if you need like tens for your uh, for your gobos, I'm certain they can get them to you. Yeah. So, no, that'll be good. Have to take a gander at those, and then Friday night, our friend Brad Schwant Relian is going to be running a Shadespire event. Yes, he is. Yeah, this is going to be the f- one of the first big ones, I think, in the U.S., uh, besides LVO, which will be happening the same weekend. So, are you going to do that? I think if there's space left, I think I am. I wasn't okay. certain, but I think I am. I think I have enough time to paint up. Well, if not, I can always paint up the three Stormcasts. It's like I know how to do those now. Yeah, Stormcasts are easy. I just got to but... make sure there's still space left. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there are, or that there is. I know Raj gave him a lot of tables that he could use. So um, there's going to be a bunch of people playing. And I'm thinking, I mean, I've signed up for it, and I haven't decided if I'm going to do the Blood Reavers or the Liberators, but I'm kind of leaning towards the Blood Reavers. They are fast. They can move. Yeah. And that's what I really like about them is that it's the speed and then the retaliatory nature of their ploy cards and for those that are not familiar when you kill one of these guys if i have the right card in my hand i can do something as a benefit to make me better or to make you hurt so it just kind of depends on what it is and i do like that aspect to them and i think they're a good counter to the uh the skeletons which i rank really highly competitively as far as a really good build they're seeing brad play them we played at havoc and he never left his deployment area he never left his territory he didn't need to he well, played very much thing. yeah he plays his yeah. cards where he's just you know, i'm gonna play where i just have to be here and not mess around yeah he plays it very smart and they play very control wise whereas the corn guys definitely want to get into the grizz and can do a lot very quickly so i think they'll be a good counter for that sort of build but i don't really groove on the control play style like that it's too i don't know it's just not for me yeah like yeah this i just i i guess i i see it more as it's like a you know this sort of combat arena and i suppose you know just playing it safe and, and holding your objectives and getting the things you need makes total sense it's just it seems, uh, I don't know, less exciting. I guess is a word for it. But I ain't gonna, I ain't yeah. gonna fault him because I, I, I was writing up lists myself. I wrote up the uh, the same, if not a similar list. Hey, you know what? I can just have hold these objectives and keep in my territory and keep people out of my territory, and I can score a good eight, nine, fifteen points all of a sudden without yeah. having to, without without having to do anything except defend my territory. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's not a bad. That's not a bad. Uh, it's not a bad deck, but so apparently it's I'm I'm not super clever. Other, you know, it's that's a pretty obvious one. Yeah, but it's one of the things I think that's more of a function of how that warband operates. Yep. Versus anything else, I think that's just their strength is the control. So yeah, I don't know. There's that. 
I'm liking the variation between the crews. With the corn, you obviously want to get in there. Same with the orcs. But then you have the Stormcast, who are... They're essentially Mack trucks, but they just move really slow. Yeah, dude, they move really slow. That's the one thing. They are great to play that defensive game with. Mm-hmm. Put me in my area and make sure, tell me I don't have to leave. All I have to do is hold this, this area, l- line them up, link them up, and, get, and win. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, they're good at that. I'm I'm interested to see how uh, so I've been playing this and it's like I've been sort of you know these little two crew fighting you know things and I've got the Necromunda I'm trying to get together I'm excited to try that out too I don't I'm totally going off topic here but I'm just looking at my Necromunda box thing I wonder how these guys fight like I wonder how this is going to play out because it's you know I don't know I'm just I'm totally off I apologize it's okay we're a little off tonight anyway so. We are no, on tonight. Yeah. Let me tell you that. I drew a little dragon in the notes here because that's how awesome we're doing. It's kind of Trogdorish, but. With one big muscly arm? No, I didn't have the arm, but I got it. He's a shape like a ass. And got a little spine of these. Because I always like oh. to draw the dragon with like like the S, you know, like he's super tough. All right. Oh boy! So yes, no, but uh, I, yeah, I, I think, and knowing how you like to play, I would say yeah, the, you would play the. Uh, I think you would get the most out of the Marauders. Yeah, unless I, the scaling come like out orcs, before. But I'm not certain. I haven't found a deck I like for the orcs. Yeah, they are. They're weird. I mean, yeah. they're orcs, but that's what they do. They. <laughs> I feel like they're missing something. Like, they need to be a little tougher or do a little more damage or have a little more defense. Like, they're just, I don't know, at least when we've been playing with them, I haven't found a, a way to just either give them the punch they need or or the defense. Like, I haven't found that mix yet. Yeah. And they, I don't, they seem so all over the place. Yep, yep. And I'm sure there's something there. I just can't find it. Yeah, see, and that's where I'm at, you know? Exactly. So. I think there's one upgrade, the demonic weapon. I think it is where you have to take damage in order to use it, but it does like a Mack truck worth of damage. Yeah. So I think that one's something you have to attach to them real quick, just to because then when they do damage, they get inspired, which makes them better in general. What do you think about the armor cards? I don't like it. I think they have potential on the dead people because you don't lose your upgrades when you die. Right. So you essentially like when you I would load up like the champion or the prince of dust with the belt and the armor if I was to do it. But I don't know if it's worth it because it's so situational. But I think it's something that could be done with them a lot easier than the other crews. You've only got 12 moves. Yeah, you know. What I'm Sometimes saying? you get two for one with the death, though. Well, I see, and that's that's true because it's just like I like those things, and I want to see. I want I want the next set to come out so I can get a couple more of those cards because you only get the couple, and it's like it says even on the card you can get up to like six pieces. Yeah. Thinking, who's gonna have that much time to play? But man, you could crack somebody out, you know. Hmm. Like that would be cool. Yeah. Probably be easiest one on the death, but. Yeah, is what is. So, I like that game. That's fun. That's a fun yeah. game. 
It'll be all right. So, like, so. and I'm, it, 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 I got all the cards in the little in the sleeves, you know, in the pla- not in the sleeves, the individual cards, but in like the night, like you know, the kids who bring their magic cards with them in the in the in the binders, you know. Mm-hmm. So I got them all there with all the spaces for the ones that we haven't come out with yet. So I, you see little patterns when you're in number order. Oh, a lot of these, there's just some missing gaps there. And I'm like, I want those cards to come out. Yeah, and get that CDO fixed. I like, <laughs> don't even bother. I also like that, um, oh, what was it? The, um, oh, what was it going to say? Ah, for crying out loud! It was something about the cards. I like the cards in the in the. Oh, I like that you can only use one card of yeah. any kind of deck. So you don't need to go out and get. Oh, this comes with this one, but I can put multiples in my deck. So I got to go buy because it's not like magic where the cards are random. They're you know every every everybody who buys sepulchral stalkers gets the exact same cards. But you can only you only need one because you only get one per deck, so you only need the one. Even if you build multiple decks, you're just gonna okay. Well, you know what? I'm gonna have to put you know I, this cards in this deck. You know, I'll, when I'm playing with the other deck, I'll have to change the card over. No big deal. Yeah, or you can buy multiples of them and do what a lot of other people have done and have multiple freestanding decks ready to go with the same card. And that's cool if that's what you want to do, but you don't have to do it. And I think that has a lot more appeal to it than. Like X Wing or something, where you have to buy four of the same ship blister to get the same card, and you may not even like the ship that it comes in. See, that yeah, sort that's, of thing. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. Yeah, exactly. Personally, I'm I'm content with one set. Mm-hmm. There's too many other yeah, things I want to buy. <laughs> yeah, you know, if and if I'm gonna have to go play with a different deck and want to change it up, I'll just I'll change it up. I'm, and realistically, it should only be a couple of cards that would really cross over. Yeah, so. exactly. It's not that big of a deal. No, not a bit. So, all right. Well, I think that's Friday done and dusted for Packa. Do yeah. we want to keep? Do we want to jam on to Saturday? Do we want to take a break? Where are we at? Um, I mean, I suppose we could take a break. We can. Yeah, I mean, we only have to take like one more. So, okay. Say. Do we want to cover Sunday since Sunday's AOS as well? Ah, oh, sure. Let's do that. Yeah. And we'll just keep going from game to game. So, on the Sunday of Wapaka is the one of the most handsome men in Warhammer, uh, Chad Hansen, is running a AOS narrative event on Sunday. And he's got about 40 people, I think, doing that. His narrative event last year was so much fun. It was amazing. It Chad really did a was. I had fantastic so job. Much fun playing. I it was just it was great. I can't I can't say enough about it. Mhm. And for those that may not have known what it was, essentially Chad did a map campaign and it was three starting uh, territories and then four territories in between and then three more on the other side. So, essentially what happens is, it's mostly team games. There's very few one-on-ones, which is great, because who doesn't like playing team games? That's a real big thing. And, essentially, it's kind of random who your partner is, depending on how things go. And the way he had it set up is that the tables themselves were 3-4-3, three, three, 
And they're all different. Not like the Herner way of doing everything all different, but they were still all themed. They all had their own little bits and rules, and the scenarios were all different. Yeah. That's a good way to do a much shorter and more eloquent description of what I just tried to do. So. Every once in a while, I can be succinct. Yes. Not often, but sometimes. Not often. So, and this year, I I don't know what I'm going to bring. Because last year, I brought the flagellants, and yep. that was fun, but I don't know if I really want to drag up another army. You know hey, what I mean? G- guess what I'm bringing? Guess what I'm bringing? Guess what I'm bringing? <sighs> guess what I'm bringing? Stormcast. Yep, yep. <laughs> you guessed it. You remembered from 15 minutes ago when I said that's the only army I got that's ready and based and proper. See? You, yeah. You, you go, Alex. You remember things. I like this. I'm getting I guess. My, I'm getting my fix of people with correct answers like that I'd never get at work. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, boy. So, but in any event, with the points changes to... The Devoted in General's Handbook, I may get 80 flagellants in there, which is really kind of tempting. Dude, but I want you to do that. I, I want know. you to do that. I know. I want you to do 100 flagellants. Okay, look. After Havoc, I I'm may or saying, may not have written a list. I'm just saying triple digits. I'm only saying a hundred. I'm not saying any more. I'm not saying one twenty. I'm not saying three units of forty or any nonsense. I'm saying a hundred. A nice round number. Just hit it. If you want to go out more after that, that's fine. But you should seriously. I mean, come on, come on, come on. I'm the only one stupid enough to do it. <laughs> hey, I got oh, I got a quarter of the way through the thousand zombie challenge before. Games Workshop made it completely unnecessary but implausible to use them. Mm-hmm. Whereas I could have in a 4,000-point game, you know, before. Yeah. So, we'll see. I'm looking at the list I wrote after Havoc has like 140, 160 of them. Yes! <laughs> yes, you have to do that. I don't know. Yes. I got so much other stuff to do. Oh, come on. I'm going to do, when I go to the Death Army, I'm going to do the ghouls and the zombies. We could be, both have ridiculously oversized units of annoyance for all of our opponents, and we'll have the movement trays. And we'll play in a team tournament. It'll be amazing. People already don't like playing us, Dave. We're not going to win friends. I'm not there to win friends. I'm there to win games. I'm there to win games. I'm there to. I'm there to. Actually, I'm never going to win the tournament. I'm there to spoil everyone else's chance of winning as best I can. Oh, boy. I used to play dwarves, and that's all I did. I did really well, and that was just the spoiler for somebody else because I wasn't going to win it. But I was. I sure as heck was able to knock somebody else out of it. Uh, 160 minutes. Oh my god. Okay. I want you to do that. I am not even joking, folks. If he doesn't do it, send the hate mail. That one could come to me, too. And then I will tell him how angry people are that he's not doing it. So let's see. I got, if you hate IT guy, Alex, send that to me. If you got uh, hate scheduler, Alex, send it to me. 
If you hate that there's not 160 flagellants yet, I'll take that one. Although that okay. would send to both of us. That one send to both. And then, Alex, you got Aquaman. And I thought there was something else. I thought there was something else. Send to Alex. It might have been, oh, I don't know. It might have been that we just, yeah. General complaints. I'll send that one to you. Okay, we're good. <laughs> To be fair, I have 70 painted, and I have another 10 that I want at Havoc. So I've got 80 right now. Halfway there. Halfway there. You are, you know, finish that and then do, like, one more. Hey, somebody, somebody bring at least one flagellant to the next thing Alex is going to be at. Because then it'll be at 81, and then it'll be closer to done (laughs) than not. And then he has to do it. Sean Chai did offer me 30 today. Oops! That's 100. See? No. Uh-uh. Guys. No. 110. Then uh, you need 10 more. And that'll be 120. And then you'll be like 75% of the way there. Like, hey, look, you only got to put in one-third more of the effort that you've already put in. And you're done. I hate you, Dave. You're going to do this. I am going to. Oh, this is sweet. Oh, this is sweet. Yes. Yes, Lindsay. Yes. Finally, the revenge for the thousand zomblars. <laughs> Lindsay, our plan is coming to fruition. Yes. Yeah. Ah. Shh, Lindsay. You are going to do 160 flagellants. You will. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited about this project. I am so excited to be a part of this. This, I, I can get behind this. I am. Yes. Okay. All right. We should. <laughs> uh, I can't even. Um, okay, hold on. You know, I'm going to have a sip of ginger ale here. I think the biggest thing I'm afraid of is another war altar. Because that thing was a pain and a half to paint the first one. And I need a second one. Of course you do. Otherwise, that would be another 30. See, there you go. Uh, no, this is going to be a beautiful thing. I, I will. I will help... You get through this, Alex. I will I will work with you on this. I will be happy to coordinate. Because, Lord knows, <laughs> I may not be able to do anything myself, but I can organize this and make sure you've got all the proper charts and timetables and schedules. And this is going to be fantastic. We're going to have an episodal update. That's not even a word, but I'm making it right now. Episode updates. Uh, I'm writing this down on 160 flagellants. Okay. This is such a bad idea. This is the greatest idea ever. Oh, God. So, okay. Um, I'm. You know what? We should probably... You know what? I need, I need a break now. I yeah, need, I need a topic change, too. I need a break. So we're going to take one, and then we're going to come back, and we'll finish talking about the AOS narrative, uh, and then we'll move on to all the stuff on Saturday that we're doing. All right, we'll be back.
Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. And we are back talking about I don't know what Dave. <laughs> what else do we got? What else do we need to talk about with the AOS narrative? Um, I'm just. Do we want to go over experience from last year? Hopefully well, we already we did talk about it. So I mean, yeah, I guess I guess we were done. Okay, I, I my bad. Whoops. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm excited to see what Chad's got in store for us this year. Yeah, because he's not just going to bring back the exact same thing as last year. We know that because that's not how he works. No. So it worked and it went well, but I know he's already. I remember him. Ta- he was talking about it that that day. Yeah, I'm thinking next year I might try this, this, and this. I know he's been thinking about it since before the end of the last one. Yeah, and even when I went up there for Oktoberfest, he was already talking about it too. See, see, see. Yeah. So I'm no. It's going to be good. It'll be a nice way to round off the weekend too. Yeah, something light and fun. Yeah, exactly. Not something I'm not going to be, you know, sitting there engaged hardcore into the into something something really super competitive. I'm going to be playing out of some map game for the afternoon. So, I'm down. No, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. So, all right. Um So back to Saturday then? Yeah. Now, Saturday is the weird one for us because there is a AOS Random Partners team event going on that my good buddy John Wenger is running on the Saturday as well. But you and I opted for something a little different. Well, I wasn't about to miss another 40K uh, narrative run by Ryan Nickel because that was kind of awesome too. Like, that was really good. And I lost every game, and I lost badly. I did too. You know, and it was like part of it was I got to come play next year because I I don't want it to be look like I lost three games I'm not playing. Plus, I got this army you know, that I made for yeah. last year, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna give it another shot. Plus, eighth edition is I get it better. No, it's not. I get it better. It's substantially better. Yeah, than seventh edition was because I don't know. Like last year, I was playing Blood Angels. In 7th edition, which I was just borrowing the army because I can get my salamanders done. But from what I understand, Blood Angels in 7th edition was not particularly good. And it showed with me playing it. (laughs) So, I don't know. But I didn't want to not do it because I am enjoying 40k a lot more. And doing a narrative event, I think, speaks a little more of what I'm looking for instead of the hard nose. 40k stuff you know what i mean right so yeah, um, like i said it was just so much fun like i'm ready to play again it was 
Yeah. And I even wrote my narrative around last year's narrative. Mm-hmm. I did. No, I know. Um, so you and I are working on whole new armies for this. Now, I've had mine for a while now, uh-huh. since before last Wapaka, but I didn't get it done in time. So, oh, wow. And yeah. still not done? Buddy. Neon I'm green working on like my third army in 10 years that's actual com- coming to completion. I have no room to make fun. Actually, fourth oh, army. I know. Still, I'm just teasing because that's the way – that's that's how this episode is going. Yeah. That's the way we play. Do you have any hate play. mail for Dave picking on me for send, my lack of painting? Send that to me via Dave and I'll mock Alex. Dave for it. Yeah. The, let's see. Yeah, picking on Alex. To Alex got it written down here. Okay. Good. Get that record straight. I'm keeping it straight. Oh boy. Anyway, so uh, moving on, we got. So I'll be doing Salamanders, which is the army I wanted to play last year, and now they're and awesome. Apparently, yeah, they are. I was their whole chapter tactic of getting to do the reroll thing. I wasn't really big on because it didn't seem like it was all that salamander y, but. The more I've played with it, the more I've enjoyed it, and it's like, yep, no, this is pretty accurate, too, for them, because they still have the uh, Flamecraft's uh, stratagem, where you get to bump up the strength of your flamer weapons, yep. which is really cool, and then Vulcan Hestan gives all of your flamer and melt weapons in his aura, reroll failed to hit and wound, which that feels much more Salamander-esque to me. So I will be taking Vulcan, and with the comp pack for how Ryan's doing it, there's a chance that if you lose your named character, he may not come back in your next game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you have to have a backup character, and I have a backup captain ready to go just in case, but obviously Vulcan's not going to die. I'm just throwing it out there. No, He'll be fine. Yeah, well, I'm hoping so. that my two named characters don't die, because then I'm really screwed. In fact, I gotta paint two characters, kind of like you know, with so that I have models to replace if they do die. Yeah. So now, as far as the technique I'm doing to paint these guys is they're all airbrushed warpstone glow, that high, high green, because that's the color that they should be. I didn't want to do them too dark to get them confused with dark angels, so. They're a nice bright green, and I'm black lining them. So if you've looked at any of the new Space Marines, all of their power armor have different divots in them for whether there are different plates or different designs on them. So what I'm essentially doing is I'm taking a very thin paintbrush, dipping it in null oil, and tracing all of these patterns out on their power armor to give them some definition. Ah. And then wherever the plates join, I have to outline it in the null oil as well. So it is a pretty extensive process, but the results have been really good. And it's something I've never done before. So I was excited to try a new technique. Cool. Yeah. So what are you actually bringing? Um, so... 
Or do you not want to talk about it? You don't want to get No, no, I can't. I don't I don't care. Um I'm taking something that I want to take that it is more thematic to what I feel the salamander should be. So I am taking Vulcan, and I want to play to Vulcan's strength, which is the reroll of the flamer and the melta weapons. So I've got Vulcan Kestan, he's my warlord. And he's going to be riding in a Razorback, which has a twin link to Salt Cannon on the back of it. And he's going to have a Stern Guard squad with him with two heavy flamers and three combi flamers. Okay. For a essential mobile fireball. And then there's going to be another five Stern Guard with all multi meltas in another Razorback with twin link to Salt Cannon on the back of it. Combi meltas. Combi melta. Okay. The bolter melta combo. Right. Yes. It is the best sandwich in the 40k universe. There you go. But, in any event. So I've got that, and then there's going to be a librarian running with the other Sternguard squad, so I'll have a nice advanced spear tip, as it were. And then I'm going to have two five-man attack squads with missile launchers to get the re-rolls on the missile launcher, which is awesome from the Master Artisans. Oh, nice. And then two scout squads, one with all sniper rifles, and then the other with bolters and a heavy bolter to get some variety in there and get some more forward deployment options. And then rounding it out is five devastators with two las cannons and a cherub. So this way I have some anti-tank. My biggest issue with 40k that I've had over the years was always tanks. I hate painting them. And I hate playing against them. At least I've hated playing against them in previous editions of the rules because they never, they never seem to do anything except blow up. Mm. With the old damage chart. Yeah. So it just didn't, I didn't see a lot of value to them unless they were obnoxious like the Eldar ones in 7th edition. <laughs> Because I played them for a while, and everyone hated playing against them because they were just stupid. Yeah. So I took something that I thought was somewhat competitive. I don't want to go 0 for 3 again. I definitely want to feel like I did a better job um, playing the game than I did last year. I know how you feel. Yeah. So my narrative will be that with the rift opening that Vulcan is going to try to seize one of the other artifacts that he needs to collect to fulfill the prophecy of them getting Vulcan, the Primarch, back. Aha. Uh-huh. So that's going to be my narrative, and if he bites the bullet, the backup is to save the population, because that's what salamanders are about. I gotcha. Yeah, I. that's why I picked them, aside from the... Their whole thing of lighting everything on fire with flamers and playing a very different kind of game is they place a very high value on the life of the Imperial citizen and that every life has a chance and should be given that chance. So Exactly. Yeah, that's what I really like about them. So that's why I went with more green marines. And that I don't have to paint human skin. God. Uh, that's true. Yeah. I put helmets the, on all mine, so... 
Well, the librarians don't have helmets. Oh, that's right. Most you of gotta them. paint their faces. Yeah, there's a couple yeah, of faces and I, you gotta paint. Yeah, and then even the little cherubs that go with the Devastators, I painted those in the coal black. Like, the rest of them, so they look like they're from Nocturne. So, I yeah. thought that that would... Yeah. It's just, I didn't... I hate painting human flesh tone, which is why I'm really worried about this 160 flagellant thing. Because I can't <laughs> stand it. But... Because no, you always worry about blast. screwing it up and looking weird, you know? Well, that, yeah. Yeah. It's one thing when you're painting a monster or something that isn't, like, real compared to something that you see every day. At least uh, most of us see every day. Yeah, I got yeah. That is true. Cuz you're always like judging and there's so many different shades and hues to people, but if they look off on the model, it looks off and you can tell immediately that it looks off. Yeah. So. I don't know. But, yeah, that's kind of where I'm going, and that's about it. I'm just going to light stuff on fire and hope it works. That's kind of the plan. <laughs> that's so, a good plan. I guess. We'll see. I've still got to do the Devastators, the Sniper Scouts, and the two Razorbacks. So I've got everything else done, which is nice. So I think I'll have that ready to go, and it's just a matter of how much more I can get done. Yeah. Well, I got a lot to do, but I think I think I think I got this. Yeah, but you have a very elite army, though. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I have more models. I'm, I'm going to have more. Oh, 10, 20. You got thirty-seven models, right? Yeah. How many do I have? Twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-seven. And I took two tanks. And you have two tanks. Well, that's down to you. Got 37 models, so. Yeah, I'll have 39. Got 39 because of your tanks. Well, that's not my, once again, that's on you. I know. So I'm not that much more elite. I guess. So you're taking two named characters. Yes, I am. All right, so Uh. here's my list. Marnius Calgar. Chief Librarian Tigerius. Four units of Devastators, each with seven men in the squad, each with a, each with a cherub. Okay? So two of the guys will have bolt guns. The sergeant will have a storm bolter. And then four guys will have heavy weapons, because that's how that works. You can have up to four per five guys. Um, so I'm going to have one unit's going to have four LAS cannons. Another unit's going to have another four LAS cannons. One unit's going to have four plasma cannons, and one unit's going to have four heavy bolters because I didn't want to take the grav or the melta and, and go overboard. I wanted to take something. That's got he bolters. says go overboard. See, yep. And then I got six scouts, all with sniper rifles and camel cloaks. And then I got a Kulexis assassin. <laughs> okay. Because that assassin, I like him. Is that the one with the skull head? Yes, it is. Okay. He's the one that's just got a, basically this big, uh, a, a pretty high invul save. 
And anyone who tries to shoot at him or hit him, you treat it as if your stat for that uh, is you basically hit on a six up and stuff like that. Um, and then you cannot, he can't be affected by any spells from anybody. Huh. So, but if he's the closest guy, you gotta target him because that's the rules with some of these spells, like smite. You yeah, have to target the closest enemy. So if he's the closest enemy, you target him and it can't affect him. So huh. then you gotta try to kill him, and then he's just wasting a lot of firepower. If I had more points, I would take two of them, hmm. but I don't want to take away marines from my unit because I got seven. So that's two guys in each unit that are just holding bolt guns that I could take out of there. Plus, Calgar, he's got some good stuff. He's pretty decent. The uh, you know the two up armor save, the four up invul save. Um, reroll fail hit rolls for friendly ultramarines within six inches of him. If the army's battle forged, he gets two command points, which it will be, and he will. And uh, I can set him up in the teleportarium, but I probably won't. No. No. But he's good. No, no, I'm going to put him right in the middle of all my guys that could refill all their failed hit rolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got Tigerius. Uh, I can add one to deny the witch tests uh, against psychers within 12 inches. Uh, I can reroll failed psychic tests taken for Chief Librarian Tigerius. At the start of each of opponent's shooting phases, I can pick a unit within, or each of, yeah, opponent's. Pick a unit of Ultramarines within six inches until the end of the phase. You must subtract one to hit them. Uh, I can do two psychic powers and attempt to deny the witch. I know smite and three psychic powers from the librarius discipline. So he's pretty darn good with his magic. And so those are my two characters plus the assassin and then just all that heavy firepower. Because we're going to find the guys that had, in the story were fighting a retreating, losing battle with what was left of their troops. And uh, and then for three games in a row, they were wiped out. So they're missing. These guys are coming to find them. Mm-hmm. I got 11 points left if I could figure out. How, like, there's nowhere to spend it. Did you pay for the cherub? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I paid for all the cherubs. That's why I'm like, oh, 11 points. There's nobody I could put in for 11 points because the upgrades are going to cost money. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm not, okay. I'm sitting down, and I'm painting these things, and I, I spray them the McCrag blue, and I wash them. And I'm kind of heavy-handed with my wash. I'm not a very directed wash person because mm-hmm. I'm used to doing the washes on the Stormcast, where you want it to kind of be everywhere, right? Right. Uh, it's just such a pain, though, for this, because it took me days to sitting down here in the evening, going back with the McCrag Blue again and, and brightening up all the big flat areas that had gotten dim from wash. So I was like, oh, I feel like I wasted all this time. Then I'm starting to go in and do the highlight, you know, lining out the highlights, doing the nice layers, because that always looks nicer. And then I was trying to, exp- I was explaining this to somebody. And uh, I was showing someone, you know, I had a bunch of the models there. All had been washed and, and touched up. And I said, you know, I'd go around doing these layer edges. I go, you can't do something like this. And I showed him the dry brushing on it. And I looked at it when it was done. I'm like, you know, it's not nearly as clean as layering. 
But if I went and layered on just a couple of edges around the the big the big edges, mm-hmm. I'm like I could live with this. Like this is not my army that I'm putting up for paint awards. This is I want to get my 40k army done so I could play against people. Right. And so I'm sitting there going since I'm just basically this whole army uh, I'm I'm doing from scratch. I don't have all this stuff. Um, so I'm sitting there going, you know what? I can do this. I can just dry brush all of this and then go in and highlight and then do the other parts. And I could probably get this army done pretty darn quick. Mm-hmm. And that's that's sort of my plan. If I can just get through this, then I just, I'll spend time on the characters. But otherwise, I'll just get the army done up quick so I can play with it. It's you know, it's tabletop quality. It's decent. I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna skimp on it. But I've never really done any real dry brushing on anything. Much because like once I learned what it was, I'm like, okay, that's cool, and I would use it on like when I was doing wood elves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because on the tree people, it's just so easy, you know? And I was like, oh, look, all of a sudden this stands out and looks really good. I never liked it. Like, even on here, when it's going across on some of the flatter surfaces, I don't necessarily like how it looks. Um, but I'm like, this isn't, this is, this is, um, this is I'm, I'm using this as, like, like my, my quick painting practice. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm my 40K stuff, or not my, is, is not my primary. My AOS stuff is stuff I'm really working on. You know, maybe someday I'll. Be it to point where if I'm get, get good enough and I can just and I can paint everything to a really high level, but right now I'm kind of I can only get it up to about a mid level, yeah. you know. And I can only get to a mid level, so it's like I could put all this time and effort and get it to mid level, or I can do like just fast and be like about one level below, a little bit below, you know. But stuff's pretty good, but it's not going to be awesome. And I'm like, if I'm not going to win tournaments or painting awards, let's get it done so I can put it on the table and play it. Right. And that's kind of where I'm at. I was surprised to see how good the dry brushing looked on these things. I'm like, oh, this actually looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's doing what it says on the box. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do some edging on this. Seriously, like I'm I'm going to I'm planning on getting like Halloween weekend. I'm going to or Halloween Thanksgiving weekend. I'm going to get this army mostly done. Get it off to the jealous. <laughs> well, this, but you're taking all your time and doing all that stuff. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to dry brush, hit this, boom, do that, do that, do that. This is going to look good enough. No one's going to look at it and say it looks like crap. No one's going to look at it and say it's not tabletop. May not be much over tabletop. I'm going to do my best to do it, but I'm going to, I'm taking another stab at quick painting because last year when I did this, do you remember I even did that stupid YouTube video? Where I'm like, nope, forget it. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of this. I can't do it. Uh-huh. So now I'm trying it again, so we'll see how it goes. I'm sure it'll do better this time. I hope so. I hope it does better on the table too, because man, that was peesh. That was no good. How badly we got whooped every game. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean we're back. not coming to like crush people's faces. Well, at least I'm not. Oh, I'm not either. I don't even you know. Says the guy with four units of devastators. Yeah, but hey, but think about this. There's all sorts of objectives to grab and things that I'm not going to have the numbers for, and I'm going to have to kind yeah. of keep it together. So yeah, I mean, there's 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 definitely going to be like the scenarios are going to be sort of against me at okay. some point. Uh, be- because but if the other guy be- can't claim objectives because he has no models left, well then I win. Well, there you go. Uh, hey, you know what? I should win something. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to do my best. You'll do fine. There's a narrative here. 
<laughs> There's a narrative here as I try to take all of your models off the table. <laughs> hey, these guys are looking for those guys, and those guys were okay, and they got wiped out. We lost them, so now we got to send in something heavier to make sure it doesn't get wiped out and pull those guys out. Commander Cody and his Lost Planet Airmen are missing, and that that is the tragedy here. That is the driving impetus. That is the motivation of my characters in this narrative. That's what I'm saying. I heard you. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, though. And you know what's going to be nice, though, is because I know a lot of the same people are signing up. <clears throat> and, like, I got to play with, with Nate, you know, on the team one at the end, and it's like, I wouldn't mind actually teaming up with him again and now playing where I can actually play. Contribute? Yeah. Because yeah. I was playing with his, and then I was playing against this Nurgle Corn combo, and I like had no idea what anything was doing and all these extra rolls, and he was just like, dude, just roll this, just roll that. I'm like, okay. And I was, and he was explaining as he was going, but it was more like I was learning than I was playing. Right. You know, because I just didn't quite grasp all the all the stuff, you know? Yeah, there's a lot to that game in 7th. I mean, you guys also got to do the team game. I didn't get to. Oh, that's right. Oh, that sucks for you. That's right. You got you were you played in the one the one single game. Yeah. That, yeah. I got to play Lou, which and is Lou's not awesome. A, which is not a wasted game by any stretch of the imagination. No time spent with Lou is wasted. Lou's a good guy. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I got to play against him and Fenske at uh, at Holy Havoc, and I hadn't gotten to play either of them before, and I got to play against their team. That was a good time. That was a lot of that fun. That was. Yeah, John and I played them on the Sunday. Oh, right. So, yeah, so we all played them. It was, they're, they're, good, they're, they're good guys. But I'm looking forward to this, like throwing down some 40K stuff. Like, I'm excited. I'm enjoying the 40K. I, in fact, I'm thinking over Christmas break last year, I almost finished all my my terrain stuff like I, I really dove into it i'm gonna try to finish that off this year and then really dive into the 40k terrain i bought because i got a bunch of the stuff now mm-hmm. like the pipes and i bought mostly that mechanicum stuff that they've been selling lately i like that look on it like i painted it up all with that uh what do you call it the mornfang brown spray yeah and the just, rusty and i'm just rusting out the whole thing like if i can figure out how to make it look good it's with the paint like just little bits of paint left but i'm like you know i'm gonna do this quick and fast i'm gonna do a, a i'm gonna just get it all rusted i'm gonna paint some parts no, you know cleaner and better but for the most part i'm going with the heavy just that whole rust look i'm gonna do a whole table like that i think it'll be quick it'll be easy to look decent um I'm actually excited about that project. The only thing I'm not looking excited forward to is painting that Chaos Dreadhold because I haven't gotten that thing painted yet, and that's going to be. And I'm just going with basics, like I'm skulls or skulls, walls or you know, walls or bronze, lots of red bronze and skulls. I'm just going with what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. But still, it's a is. lot. It's a very intimidating kit. It's big, and it was a pain to put together, and it's going to be kind of a pain to paint, but it's, it'll look cool when it's done. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you see in the pre-orders? I, I, just, I actually ordered some from Kathleen. They've got, um, they had them up, uh, you know, they got, uh, you could buy a pair of broken walls now for the Dreadful Fort. Mm, yeah, forgot about those. 
Yeah, I saw that today, and I told her she's like, "You need anything from GW?" I'm like, "Look," and I go and click on any where the pre-orders are at because I saw everything coming for the month in White Dwarf. I just can't remember what's coming when. And I was like, "Oof, I need those. Give me those." So, <laughs> the broken walls look pretty cool, and you know, then you can yeah. have this open area, something to go go over. Because um, that's my only problem with the with, with this Treadfort they gave me is it's like unless you base your game around that. Like that train is just so big. Like it's not very wieldy in a in a just a regular straight up game. But a couple mm-hmm. of busted down walls might be cool. Yeah, absolutely. So Yeah, I'm all over the place again. But this is the this is what we do. This is where we're going. So what else? Um I think that's really it. Yeah. You got your list. I got. I'm dry brushing. I decided. Hey, this is all right. Here's my list. Okay. Yeah, that's like. Is that it really? I know. Like people are like, "What in the heck are they talking about?" But it's for us. This is weird to be like. No, I'm gun-zo. glad. We, <laughs> do you know how many times you guys have no idea how many times I've said it to. All of my co-hosts, all right, we're going to time this for two hours, and in two hours, we're going to have a hard stop of two hours. I'm like, okay, and then we hit two hours. It's like, well, we're close to done. Let's just keep going. Rather than wrap it up, we never quite get to that. So now, this is just insane. Yeah. So to us, this is going to feel really weird. And for you guys, this is going to be, hey, look, oh, thank God saying, they're it, done talking. Yeah, it's, well, it's, I'm saying, hey, it's Thanksgiving, but not everybody who listens is here in America, so they don't all celebrate Thanksgiving. They're missing out. Happy so, fall season, everybody. I'm sorry that Christmas is already up before Halloween was. And before you think to yourself, you know, this is just about over and this episode sucked. Listen, you were getting the Gen Con episode, but I, I, I can't clean it up. Enough. Like I'm having it. There's a reason it hasn't gone out yet. It goes out every year. Um, if I can clean it up, we might put it out in January. Um, that might be one thing we do after the year end episode. Just do a short, hey, what we're doing, and, and uh, put it in the Gen Con episode. Because, man, it's busy between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, it's a very busy time. And, and I've got this thing that I've got, to, and I've got to get it put out. So maybe we'll maybe we'll use that in January. I don't know. It'll be fun. You'll like it. It's good. But that's what was going. Except they couldn't get it to they couldn't get it uh, clean up. And that was you know that was we decided this. It's not like we just did, did this episode today because I couldn't get that done. I I knew I haven't been able to get that thing cleaned up as much as I like for a while. But uh yeah, so that's where we're at. I like talking hobby with you though. Yeah, it's a nice break from where it's just review, 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 review. Maybe so that's why I'm just, so giddy. Because we can just sit yeah. And- Talk. It's just, it's no pressure. Yeah. Everything's fine. Everything's chill. Um, it'll obviously change. Next episode, it's going to be all about them plague rats. Yeah. But, yep, yep, yep. And then we've got the year in review episode, which we're going to have some stuff to talk about. We're not going to be like constant hard review stuff, but I don't know. Next year, next year, folks, we'll just have to see how it goes. Yeah. I'm. I am excited for what's to come. I've had some, you know, some people. Someone asked me today that they, um, on social media, they're like, "Are you worried about AOS? Because they haven't really put anything out in a few months. Anything big, like for the actual 
for actual for AOS, not side games, not you know, but no tomes, no. T- I'm like, well, no, I'm not worried at all, dude. Like we had a year and a half of how many battle tomes are out now? Like fourteen or some stupid number. Something pretty close to that, not including the Grand Alliance books, right? And the Grand Alliance books and the four campaign books that came out. And I mean, it's just there's a lot of stuff that they did in about eighteen months. I was like, dude, 40K just released. It's, that's their gravy train, and that just came out, and they need their stuff done. So give them a few Yeah, they've months. had to slam like 10 books out in six months. It wasn't even. They got, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's crazy how quickly they're putting this stuff out. Um, yeah, and we got all the attention when AOS came out yep. with a lot of the new books and everything. So now it's 40K's turn. And but, I got a feeling next, I got, I'm, thinking that next year it'll be once we get to next year we'll get a nice mix but they are pumping out they got to get all this 40k stuff out asap because they got players who want and now that you got one or two books and people like well the books are much nicer than the index most of the time now everybody wants their book yesterday Mm -hmm. i mean they knew i mean they knew what was going on when they were putting out 10 books in the next like you know five to six months 10 books because you, once you see one, you're going to want the rest. So we're pumping them out. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking next year we'll see a mix. We'll see more of a mix. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm good, dude. I'm good. I'm still catching up. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like so. I'm, I'm happy. But yeah, this was fun. This was good. I enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. Good easy episode. Sure. We need those every once in a while. I mean, I've got. I mean, I still have two pages of notes, but it's just what we're going to talk about. Not. I mean, oh, did you have no idea how many notes we take for those other reviews? So yeah, it's a lot of work. Should we wrap it up? Oh yeah. All right. Let's call it here. We'll be done for two hours. Holy smokes! Oh yeah. So uh, hey, folks, listen. Uh, people have still been asking about after Eleanor. Go to the Free Buddhas Network, which you can find that on iTunes, and I think you can find it on other things. But the Free Buddhas Network is where after Eleanor's at now. New episodes are coming out. We're going to have a new episode out soon. The beginning of Thousand Suns, part one of that book review. Um, Free Buddha's got a lot of cool stuff on it. Uh, I don't listen to all of it. Some of the stuff I you know I subscribe. Some of the stuff I listen to. Some of the stuff I skip. Um, but there's a lot of cool stuff on there. Uh, and you can get introduced to other shows maybe that you didn't even know about. And that's actually happened to me. Um, but that's where you can find After Eleanor. There's lots of other great shows there. Only place you can hear our new episodes. So give that a listen. Um, what else? Oh, please uh, check out the Patreon page. Again, patreon.com slash garagehammer. Uh, seriously, if if everybody who listened to this show threw in like 50 cents or a buck every episode like the one percent are doing like i'd quit my job and do this full time probably like that's how awesome it is when you wonder what's a buck really dude that's a huge honking difference so for those who are giving more thank you for those who are giving a buck thank you for those who are even looking at the page and considering it thank you um it really keeps us doing all this stuff and trying to do more for you guys all the time so is that it, Alex? I think it is. Hey, congrats on the just the huge AOS, you know, response for Adepticon. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, it just puts the new pressure on of we've got to do a good job, and yep. we certainly will. If you've not signed up, 
I would strongly suggest you get your keister over to Adepticon.org and register to get all these spots because we are going to be running out, folks. VIG sold out in minutes. Um, yep. I know that because I didn't get it. This is the first time I've ever not gotten it. But I'm no. looking at it like, uh, you know what? I'm just saving that money. Like, I'll use it for something else. Yeah. Um, but are the – now, I know you got to get the regular badge, and then you can get the – the one there's the the upgrade that's not VAG that I can never remember what it's called. The premium. The premium. Is that is there any of those left? Do you know? I don't know. I don't think so. Because I mean, realistically, if you don't get the VIG, you go right for the premium right away. Yep. So, and we only have a limited number of those. But I'm pretty sure that those are out. We may try to get more, but we're not sure yet. So, realistically, folks, the swag bag is nice, but there's so much more that you get going to Adepticon, even just not getting a bag. Obviously, all all the cool merch and everything, plus the massive vendor hall, all the demos, all the different game systems that'll be there, where you can just walk around, check out everything, and There's so much going on. And one of those nights I'm doing the... I'm doing the... I am going to do the... uh, What do you call it? The, The bitch trading? Yeah, we've got that, too. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to decide. Like, I've got something set up for Saturday, but everything on Saturday runs after Bits Trading starts, and I kind of want to be up at Bits Trading because last year I sold enough stuff that I paid for my trip and my meals. That's good. And I, I mean, I went home with more money than I left with, and that for me, that's that that's was saying like, something. That was the year, man. That really that 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 made every like that paid for a lot of stuff right there. Um, and I got more junk to bring. Uh, like I have actually more than I had last year, and I've got it in nice tubs. But I don't want to pull out like a whole store because they get annoyed with you. But like I've got yeah. so much. Dude, I had so many things. I started with Kickstarters. That I never actually got around to. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bring this with and see if anybody wants a really good deal because I've got a bunch of these, uh, the Sedition Wars and all these. You know, a lot of these other games I picked up, and it's like, you know what? I just if I can get half of what this is worth, I'll be a happy, happy man. And I'm not even looking. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to deal because last year, that's what I did, man. The guy at the table next to me was like, dude. I'm like, what? He's like, I can't believe it. I'm like, I don't want to take this home. Mm-hmm. I, I learned how to garage sale. You know how you do that? You say, this is what I would realistically like to get for it and be willing to take a lot less as long as you don't have to have it at the end of the day. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to take this stuff home you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather someone else take it and I can get what I can for it because I know I'm not going to use it. So hopefully I can do that, too. I'll be excited about that. But that's it. I'm all totally sidetracking it. This is what happens. All right, Alex. Um, and, hey, we'll, uh, we'll talk after the show because if you're trying to get some, uh, some uh, Thanksgiving weekend uh stuff in i might be able to too i'm hoping sure all right cool folks until next time only the faithful will be triumphant only the faithful will stand when all others fall and only the faithful know no despair except in failure you've been listening to garage hand if you've enjoyed the show maybe consider leaving us a positive review on itunes or check out our patreon page at patreon.com slash garage if you'd like to reach us, you can contact us via our email address, garagehammer at live.com. You can also find us on Twitter. David is at garagehammer. 
And Alex, that's me, is at some kind of geek 30. Original music by Claire Seabrook. You can find more of her work at soundcloud.com slash Claire Seabrook Music. Finally, if you want to join the Garage Hammer community, as well as the AOS community worldwide, you can comment on our episodes in the show thread at the Grand Alliance Forums. That's tga.community. Or check out the Garage Hammer Facebook page. And as always, thanks for listening.